This episode is brought to you by Retreat Yourself. Use the code some would say 20 for 20% off seasonal or single boxes. We're back, fellas. We are back. Have you missed us? It's been a whole 14 days. Yeah, it feels... How quick does 14 days go, though? Too fucking quick, let me tell you. (laughs) It went so quickly. Like, didn't even really get a break, but that's fine. Don't feel relaxed at all. In fact, (laughs) let's have another two weeks. I know, right? Back into it. Busy time of year. But we're back. We're back in your ears. We we hope you are well. Back. Lara's like obsessed <laughs> with this thing that I once did when we were playing. What were we playing? I'm so glad you know where it's from because I thought you just thought I was doing it <laughs> like for the sake of it. No, we were playing. I'm just so fucking we were, funny. We were playing five second rule and Amelia was losing like nothing else. <laughs> That's and then right. and then as she's like, she's so competitive. And as she's coming back, she's like, oh, I'm back, fellas. I am back. <laughs> and ever since, ever since she said that, I just, it's stuck in my brain. <laughs> so funny. Well, yes, we are back. Before we rattle on any longer, we probably should just go on with our go on then. And for everyone listening who is new to the potty, our go on then is something that Laura and I have been listening to, something that challenged us and something that made us feel good. So I'll kick it off. Something that I have been listening to and it's another little potty and I introduced it to Lara um, a couple of months ago and it's the Happy Hour podcast with Lucy and Nikki. They are fucking so funny. So funny. Like iconic. If you just want entertainment and a laugh and just chicks having fun, like listen to their podcast. They are so incredibly funny. But the thing is, they're so intelligent as well. Like they've got, they run so many different businesses. They're so successful, but the content that they put out on their podcast is so down to earth, which I love. Yeah, yeah. So good. If you need a new potty, go and check them out for sure. I'm sure I'm sure everyone probably already listens to it anyway. They're huge. Yeah, and it's it's so weird. Like usually when I kind of fangirl people, they feel so far away from me, but they're only like an hour away. Like, you know what mm. I mean? Like they're they're where you live. They're on the G C and when they're talking about Burley and stuff, I'm like, What? Like I go to Burley. I know, I know. I've actually done a couple of hustle classes with Lucy and Have you? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to brag. Wait. They actually, didn't know who the fuck I was, but I was like, I know you. As in, they were this, They were just there mm. exercising for fun. Not They weren't running the event or anything. No, no, no. They were, yeah, they were like doing their 5 a.m. workout just amongst. No, wait. Did you like give them the eyes? Um, I feel so awkward doing that. I never know how. Like, not give them the eye, not like fucking seduce them. But. Yeah, no. I think like, I feel like in that sort of setting at like 6am, I don't really want to go up to someone and be like, I listen to your podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Girls, I'm a punter. Yeah, yeah. It's like a thing on their podcast where if you listen, you're a punter. Because they've got all these like um, slang words and things that are just so iconic to them that they've kind of kind of come up with. Yes. So if you're a punter, it means you listen to the show. Yeah, you and you're just, like part of their tribe or whatever. just go up like sweaty and exhausted like, oh, I'm a punter. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so <laughs> scared. 
<laughs> nah, I would, I would love to introduce myself to them, but maybe not in that sort of setting, you know? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> nice. Anyways, what have you been listening to? You know how every now and then like a a reel or like a TikTok song will go by and it's only like 10 or 15 seconds of it, but then you go and search like this, the actual whole song. Mm. Well, that happened with me and Sensual Seduction by Snoop Dogg. Oh, so good. How it. fucking good is that did song? I'm going to take my time. <laughs> so good. But I was like, fuck, what is this song? Like, why haven't I, I never heard of this? TikTok is so crazy for bringing up old songs and reels too, where you're like, why do I know this tune? Yeah. And then you're like, oh my God, of course it's this song. Yeah, well, I didn't know that song, but like I know yeah. what you're saying. Like it's and it's a good way to kind of discover old stuff that you never knew existed as well. Yeah, or artists when you're like, who's this song? And then you're like, oh my god, it's Snoop Dogg. Like, what yeah. the hell? Can you imagine being like one of someone who released a song like a hundred thousand years ago, and suddenly it's trending, and they're like, you know, someone who may not understand the way the algorithm works is like, why the fuck are all my royalties going through the roof I for this know. song I released so long ago? Like, I'd love to be in like the yes. mind of. That actually happened recently to a song. What was it? Oh, I'm running up the hill, Kate Bush. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. the radio station was talking about it and they were like, oh yeah, this was released in the 60s or something. And I was like, what? Yeah. No old. way. Like I thought it was a brand new song. Mm. Yep. So yep. interesting. We have Stranger Things to thank for that. But yeah, that's an absolute banger. My bo- my boyfriend, Will, <laughs> I was talking to him about it and he's like, Oh, but I wish people knew about it when the original was out. I'm like, righto, fucking hipster over here. Like, <laughs> so classic. Bloody prude. Just I know. Enjoy it for what it is. That's almost like Beyonce's new stuff. It's like the OG songs. People are like, yeah, but Beyonce, I've known Beyonce for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, to be fair, sometimes there's some truth to that. Like some some of the time their older stuff, an artist's older stuff is better. Mm. Just like a, the first movie, the is never as good as the sequel. Yeah. That kind of thing. So I respect that. But anyway, that's a fucking long tangent to say that my song for the week is Sensual Seduction by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Absolute tune. It truly is. What challenged you? So Mitch and I looked after his niece, a.k.a. my niece. Uh, <laughs> but, but like... Oh, you're not married yet, mate. Yeah, we're not married yet. And look, it was fun however it was just like the biggest contraception of my entire life I was like holy moly kids are so much work for instance she woke up at like 6 a.m or something and it was a Sunday she's nine so you know she's still a kid but and she came into our room and was like hi (laughs) and we were like oh like we're still sleeping like why don't you just like chill out you know she's not she's not a very chill kid like she demands a lot of attention just like okay she went and watched next netflix for like two seconds and came back in and then i like i was pretending to be asleep and then i rolled over and i was like good morning and i was like oh from the get-go like they're in your face i'm like no wonder parents wake up before their kids like otherwise you have no time to yourself like i actually I'm stressed. (laughs) I'm stressed thinking about it. And it made me realize like how selfish I still am. I was saying this to you. I was like, I think that's the thing where I'm like, oh man, I'm not ready to be a mum. Like Mm. to give up 
because I'm so selfish and so um, like Mitch and I are both so selfish with our time. Like we chill out, we do what we want pretty much when we want. Mm. And to have like another little human dictating that, it's just like, I feel like we would take it, we take it for granted. Yeah. And then when it's not there, you're like, holy moly, like, oh, is this really something that we want to do? Which we know we do, but it's just, yeah. No, I feel exactly the same. That tricky period in your life where you're like, fuck and it's kind of like because we have like we've we've been very planned in Mm. our like when we want to have kids yeah it's almost like to our detriment a little bit like we we didn't just fall into it and it happened yeah do you know what I mean yeah but I think it's also different when you're like handed an eight-year-old rather than beginning the story from the pregnancy I know I don't know how set parents do it I think it's a very much, very much an instinctual thing. Yeah, so true. Is that instinctual? Is that a word? Instinctive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, either or. It's a thing that will just happen naturally. Naturally, yeah. So true. And if it doesn't, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, because some parents, some some people, and I feel like it's becoming more spoken about now. But that, like, is it called postnatal depression? Yeah, and it's and like some people. It's like there's many reasons for why you might have postnatal depression, but it's not all sunshine and roses. It's not all this bloody welcome to the world, welcome, blah, blah, blah. In the bubble. Earth side. Like, you know, it's it's not like that experience. And even the people that post about that aren't necessarily having that experience either. Mm. So I think you've got to remember that um, there isn't any black or white one size fits all answer for how you're going to deal with having a child. So true. And actually that's – that's such a good point. Um, I went to an event for Pedal and Pup and Georgie Stevenson, her range, and we went out for some drinks after. And I was talking to one of Georgie's friends who's just had a baby um, like six months ago. And she was like, babe, like if there's any like word of advice I can give, just make sure you and your partner are so friggin' solid. Like it changes your world more than you would believe. And like, you lose, you have to like reinvent yourself pretty much. And it's so confronting. Like you kind of hear someone else say that and you're like, oh, I'll be fine. But it's like not until you're in it that you actually are like, holy fuck, this is what they mean. Mm. So you got to be a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good team. And we've heard like Jess, our best friend say that as well. That's like her thing that she says. She's like, I don't know, like – the whole thing of people saying like, oh, I had a baby to save the marriage. I'm like, that is the last thing on earth I would want to do, like to add that in the mix when you're on the rocks with your partner. Absolutely not. But anyways, that was a challenge. How often do you go to a day spa? Oh, maybe once a year if I'm lucky. Yeah, I'm the same. I feel like I'm always making excuses why I shouldn't nurture myself. We know that research continues to show how stress is at the core of most health issues. And yet it's almost like being exhausted and busy is a millennial badge of honour. Mills, you recently introduced me to Retreat Yourself, who are glamorising the path to self-care. A sensory retreat experience wrapped in a box and delivered to your door every three months. Now, before you think you're getting a pathetic bunch of samples, like most wellness boxes, Retreat Yourself is overflowing with $200 worth of full-size natural products from Australian and New Zealand brands. Complete with a 36-page retreat guide full of yoga, meditation and journaling exercises. The value for money and love they pour into each box is truly out of this world. Choose a one-time box or make it 
a seasonal subscription. And with Christmas around the corner, why not treat someone you love? Use the code SOMEWOULDSAY20 for 20% off seasonal or single boxes. Um, my challenge for the week... I had a bit of a Karen moment yesterday. Oh my God, tell me. This is quite rare for me because, you know, I've worked in a lot of different industries from the time I left school up until now. I've seen, I've been on the other side. I know I've been in customer service. I've been in hospo. I've been, you know, I've, I don't like being a Karen because Mm. I've dealt with a lot of Karens in my time. So yesterday I had to go and get an ultrasound on classic mean just fucking medical shit every week. (laughs) But um, yesterday I had to go and get an ultrasound of my abdominal um, area because I have like a random lump there that the doctor's not worried about. They think it's just like a benign cyst that can happen, pop up anywhere on your body. And especially because it's not in near any of my main organs. She's like, oh, that's probably a lipoma. Like they're super common, but I have to go get it checked anyway. Mm. Anyway, she gave me a referral. Uh, this random doctor that's not my usual GP, like gave me a referral to go get it looked at. Maybe this was wrong of me to assume, but I assumed it would be bulk build mm. because I, I've had so many, like with all the kidney infection stuff that I've been dealing with the last few years, I've had so many ultrasounds, like checking up on that. Never once had to pay for any of those. So me and my little head was like, oh, there's no way I'm paying. She's like, And I never got told on the phone or anywhere in the booking process that it would be $236. Holy shit. And so um, all she'd said was bring a mask, bring your Medicare card. I was like, yeah, no worries, mate. So... I turned up. Yeah, that's like weird. Yeah, I turned up, had the appointment, went to the front desk, was like, all good to go, like thumbs up. Uh, Yeah, so that'll be $236. I was like, sorry, what? And she's like, yeah, you get 90 back on Medicare. And I was like, sorry, no one ever mentioned that it would be like at a cost. And I was like, look, I would have gone somewhere else. Like I just wouldn't have paid that. Yeah. Um, And so she's like, no, the admin lady that booked you in wrote in notes and, and I know this because I used to do the same thing. You have to write when you quote someone just to confirm that that's that been discussed. Yeah. And they said, yeah, they told you, they said in the notes that they left that they advised you of the fees and to bring a mask and Medicare card. And I said, no, she told me about the mask and the Medicare card. She never once mentioned the fees. Yeah. I was like, I wouldn't have paid for that. And so she's like, but you've already paid for it now. Like, what do you want me to do about it? And I was just like... Yeah, I paid for it because I didn't want to kick up a fuss at the desk and I was put on the spot. Like I felt really like uncomfortable. I didn't want to bring it up in the moment. I thought it was better to just deal with it later. Yeah. And so anyway, I fucking got home, rang, rang the place and um, ended up talking to like four different people. Like it was such a fuck around. Still haven't dealt with it. They have to call me back with some other person that deals with the finance stuff. Oh my God, really? And I was on the, so my friend Hayley, she's like the refund queen. If you want a refund on anything, I can get her to write you a template. (laughs) She will get you a refund. So she's like, okay, here's what you've got to do. You've got to go, you've got to threaten them with the ACCC complaint. You've got to say, if you don't, <laughs> oh if you don't refund me, like give me a pr- um, proof of the recording. I can prove like, and I even dropped that on them. I was like, if I can see it, if I can hear a recording, like I can prove to you that this colleague of yours didn't actually quote me. Yeah. Cause it's just like you against her. Yeah. And I was like, and that's kind of misleading if she's writing that down and actually didn't say it. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, Haley's like, I'm living for this. Like, I'm so invested. Tell me what they say. Lol. <laughs> and so once they call me back, I'll, I'll, um, yeah. Cause 
Fuck me. Like, there's so many things to pay for these days. It's oh. becoming an expensive time of year. Like, totally. Um, and, and I'm just like, no, $236. I was in there for literally five minutes. Yeah. I was like, nah, they can actually get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> no, this happened to me, not like x rays, but when I got my iron done, when I got iron infusion, oh, yeah. went to a doctor. And you know how he like asks all these questions and you have to fucking be on your deathbed before they give you like anything to do yeah. with iron. Yeah. He asked me all these questions and I just answered honestly, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been struggling with all this. I see a naturopath. And as soon as you mention a naturopath to a doctor, they're like, oh, well, but, 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 yeah, yeah. like <laughs> so off you. I'm like, fuck, I'm so over this. Anyways, he gives me a script, get it all sorted, go to like, have to make an appointment with the nurse to get the infusion go to the pharmacy to be like, I need to get my script like filled. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. The doctor's given you a private script. So you're going to have to pay like $400 for this thing that could cost you $26 or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? He didn't, he never said this once. Like, look, you don't meet the criteria. So I'm going to give you a private script. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that is so fucked up. The pharmacist went to ask, the doctor, because it was like joined next to the thing, went to ask and she was like, no, sorry. Like, yeah, he's he's given you a private one and like not budging on it. <gasps> so I had to pay, yeah, so much money for this thing. I'm Which like, if you're prepared mentally for, you can like, actually justify what- that and go, okay, well, this is what I'm going in for. Exactly. Like yeah. $400, holy moly, bro. Like that's yeah. someone's wage pretty totally. much. Totally. Yeah. I was like really, really pissed off about that. And like- yeah, check, check my privilege. Like fucking Australia healthcare system's pretty good. Let's be real. Well, on a lighter note, what made you feel good? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving on. Besides the Karen moment, I have just finished thirty days of ocean swims, meditation, and journaling. So I set myself a challenge in September to have an ocean swim every day, meditate every day, and journal every day. And I did it. I completed. I completed every single day of the ocean swim. And I missed one day of meditation and journaling. Oh, fucking, you're, you didn't do it then. I know, I'm fucking <laughs> screwed. Why don't you start again? And I am just like so proud of myself for, I think it's like proving to myself that I can actually stick to something that mm-hmm. I say that I want to do. And there were so many times where I was like, fuck this ocean swim. Like I'm probably the easiest person in the world to have access to the ocean like it's right out the front of my house and I still was like this is so dumb like why am I doing this (laughs) it would be like pissing down with rain and September's still like pretty cold so it's not like oh it's so hot like I need to go for a swim it's like the fence where you're like oh I could so just lie on the couch right now (laughs) but anyways completed it so proud of myself congrats do you think you'll uh you'll are you kind of in the habit of it now where you want to keep going anyway yeah well this is the thing I'm like oh it made me feel so good but I think it was more because I was like ticking something off rather than what it was itself yeah Yeah. I definitely do feel like meditation and journaling got to like the last week where I was like wow I actually feel different like consistently doing that thing it's such a part of my routine that I actually really look forward to now rather Mm. than oh, I have to do this thing to like tick it off. You know, when you do something so sporadically, Mm. it kind of never like builds momentum. Yeah. And then once you actually like stick to it for a while, that's when you start to see the benefits. It's like the gym. Yeah. But it was always sort of something that I, yeah, just did so here and there. And I would always think 
oh, but that's just how I like to do it. Mm-hmm. But now that I've done it, you know, like a, a consistent amount of time, I can actually see and feel the benefits. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I definitely think meditation and journaling is something that I really want to keep up. Ocean swims. Mm, love the idea of like immersing myself in nature every day and sitting in the sun, you know, for 30 minutes in the morning, I mm-hmm. think is so good, but we'll see how we go. No, I love that reassurance that if you stick to something, it actually does pay off because I think so many of us lack that ability to keep going because there's so much instant gratification mm. and, um, and, and it's hard, like often results aren't linear, like healing's not linear, feeling good doesn't happen overnight. Mm. So yeah, it's nice to see when you, when other people have that experience and it kind of makes you reframe it and go, well, if they can do it, I can. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think like something that helped me because obviously these are habits that I want to form. And so if someone is going through the same thing, it's almost like just doing it before you think about it. It's like, you know, when you, you think, oh, I need to go to the gym and the thought like paralyzes you more then actually by the time you would have gotten there, maybe you do five minutes, but at least you went. Mm. It's like the act of just showing up is like the hardest part. Yeah. And and sometimes like if I don't feel like doing work, it's a similar um, mentality. I'll set, I'll go, I'm only setting an alarm for 15 minutes. I'm yes. only going to do 15 minutes work. And by the time that 15 minutes passes, I'm like snoozing it because I'm like, no, I'm on Still a roll now. It. Yeah. But you, you just have to start and, and only do a little bit to the point where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm got the ball rolling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a hundred percent it. And these sort of habits, like they're not life changing things, but I love the quote, um, small things make the big things. Mm. And I feel like it's so that sort of thing, like setting a timer for 15 minutes, like 15 minutes in the grand scheme of time isn't really going to do anything, but 15 minutes combined, Mm -hmm. you know, that builds up. Yeah. And so it's the same sort of thing. It's crazy. Like what consistency did for my self-esteem as well. Like proving to myself that I could do something. Yeah. It's wild. It like has such a, such an effect on so many different aspects of your life that you wouldn't think. My next thing is scrolling on social media because Mitch currently has deleted all social media and he's like going through a bit of a detox. But obviously because I work on social media, that's a bit fucking hard for me. (laughs) It's like literally impossible. But I was like, how can I do this? But I'm creating more than I am like consuming. Mm. And so I kind of want to do a thing where I just go on socials to like post a piece of content and not scroll Mm. or if I am like looking at other people's stuff it's purposeful it's like oh yeah like what's this person doing or Mm. you know when you're genuinely interested in like catching up on their life yeah we'll see how October goes nice my little challenges what made you feel good I've just found like an integrative doctor which I'm really excited about and he's making me do all these tests that um that you don't really get offered with your usual GP. So he's like a qualified doctor with all these crazy qualifications, but he also sees the um, holistic side of everything and believes in like trauma being stored in the body and how to release it and all that stuff. So I'm really, really excited to have found this person. Anyway, I went and um, got some bloods done and the lady that was at Sullivan Nicolaitis was hands down the loveliest woman I've ever met in my life. She puts it in. She starts like massaging my hand and singing me a song. 
Oh my and god! And she's like rubbing my hand while the needles like withdrawing the blood and whatnot. Sorry Aww. if that's TMI, but like she's like and like just rubbing my hand and later I was like oh like can you do this every time I come in and she's like oh I'm actually just helping the blood like move through you she's like oh. but a lot of people like say it feels like Mine a massage calming, yeah. and I was like it is so calming like I didn't once think about it like because I would never I don't think I'd ever pass out but I don't look I just like look away yeah. and sometimes I forget to breathe as well because I'm so like you just want it over yeah and so yeah, she's bloody singing to me, bloody massaging me. I'm like, mate, I Bless. am going on the website and leaving you a review. You are the nicest person I've ever met. That's when you know someone needs to be in healthcare, hey? Oh. When they're like so genuinely caring oh and my nurturing. Gosh. Yeah, I I was so, so impressed. But so that was my feel good. Today's episode was just a bit of a quick one to catch you up on everything. Um, and also announced to you some exciting news for me. As some of you may know, I am a singer. Um, that's kind of a lot of my background. I don't know, you can go back and listen to our first ever episode on introducing ourselves if you want a bit more info. But yeah, I've got like a singing background every now and then. These days I put out a new song and I am actually putting out another one on the 14th of October, which is in four days time if you're listening to this episode. Um, it's called Fool For You and I'm really excited to put this one out. It's so much fun. It's real boppy. It's an electronic pop vibe and um, I've been having a lot of fun trying to make reels for the first time because yes. Amelia's all over that. She's the queen behind our Instagram page. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been interesting creating them but you should go and check out last night my instagram page and see my attempts at making they're so good oh they're so they're so weird but that they seem to be getting some good receptions love the ato one so funny yeah that one was that one was that one went viral yeah you're so (laughs) viral Um, i literally messaged me i'm like gal like a thousand and twenty five views in, <laughs> in twenty minutes. Go follow me on Spotify if you're Apple Music. Go and follow me there, and um, I do have a TikTok account now, so go follow me on TikTok. Yeah, hope go you enjoy the it song. Out. It's um, it's kind of about my. I say, I've got my little spiel that I say about the song. Yeah, what is the song about? This is. <clears throat> I say it's a satirical window into the financial strain of an artist during the COVID pandemic. It expresses my confusion and frustration at the litany of contradictions that surrounded me. Sports stadiums full of thousands, but an intimate concert cancelled at the drop of a hat. While this song is specifically through the lens of a creative, it's dedicated to all those who lost their livelihood. I felt like a fool at the mercy of decisions outside my control. Fucking boom. So love. I'm sure so many people can relate to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So, um, yeah, check it out. And we will... Speak to you next week. Speak to you guys soon.